Hi, this is The Playground. My name is Julia Nee, and in today's episode, it is going to be another kind of audio vlog where I just take snippets of audio from my life and mash them together. This episode was kind of hard to really find a song that was cohesive in the types of audio snippets I put together, but I chose a song by SZA in her new Control Deluxe album. I'm so happy that she dropped some new music. Anyways, <laughs> I chose this song called Miles because I think an overwhelming theme in my audio snippets was the idea of timing, whether it be something coming later on in life or trying to hold on to something for a period of time or trying not to fill your time up with someone in order to protect its sacredness or importance or even trying to save something so you can use it in the right time. All this to say, there was another song by SZA called 2AM that I felt compelled to use but I decided to use Miles because there are a few little lines in here that kind of pulled me more towards the song. I think that the lines, wish I could be a little more mature, it made me think about how in one of my audio snippets I talk about how I just felt like there was this moment in my life where I just was getting nowhere and I just couldn't wait for a period of time where I felt like I was either growing or got some sort of closure or answer. And I think this line, what it means to me is like, you're wishing for something that isn't there, that isn't happening. And I find myself a lot being in situations where I am wishing for something that isn't there or that isn't happening. And the next line is, did my time, did myself for sure. And that goes along with the same anecdote of feeling like I really did my time. I went through the pain, I went through the heartache, when is it my time to finally feel like I'm succeeding at something or finally feeling like positive in my experience and feeling proud that I ultimately had to go through that. Kind of marking time until you get to that moment of feeling that success. And in that anecdote, I talk about how I felt like I had to go through so much, whether it just be like emotional exhaustion or just the amount of time it took me to get to a place where I'm finally coming to terms with whatever happened. The next line of, and why can't I be like everybody else, really touches on so many things. In this episode, I talk about social media, and I think social media perpetuates this idea of, again, the highlights of somebody's life, the amazing things they're doing and going through. And when you look at that, and you are sitting here with these tough, difficult emotions, sometimes it can feel like, why am I the only one going through this? When in reality, everyone's human. Everybody goes through difficult situations. They're just not outwardly showing it. The next line of, scared of my life, can a bitch get by? Again, just really emphasizing when you are in your life, and seeing everybody else's highlights, you can get frustrated with how you perceive to where you are in life. Or, I don't know if I said that correctly, but how you perceive where you are in life. And looking at everybody else's highlights, you think, 
I'm not just living life, I'm barely getting by. How can I live life to where I'm not just getting by, but living life in an exciting manner, possibly? The next line, sick of listening to everyone else, sick of my pride, sick of just saying shit just to be nice, scared of this world, how do I get by? That's kind of a lot. So starting with sick of listening to everyone else. There was a period of time in my life where I was a lot of things, but one thing I was not was I was not trusting of myself. I never wanted to trust my instincts. Whenever I was confronted with a situation that I didn't know exactly what next steps to take, my immediate reaction was to call a friend. Not only one friend, but to all of my friends and figure out what they would do, what their advice was. And ultimately, it became really confusing for me to navigate life, really navigating through other people's life advice and not following my own advice. I became so obsessed with the idea of trying to live life not making any mistakes and really living life through other people's advice, but the biggest mistake was really just not living by my own accord. By living life by other people's advice, I never really figured out who I was, what my values were, what my interests were, what I deemed to be important. This kind of got me stuck in situations that really broke my heart and really caused me a lot of pain and in fact one of the situations is an anecdote that i include in this episode the next line of sick of my pride really is just sick of my ego why is it so difficult for me to do things that are in my benefit but kind of scratch my ego i've gotten so much better with this i used to be so ego-driven, now I've come to a place where I recognize parts of myself that I don't want to foster as much and try and nurture other areas of my personality that help me grow as a human being. The next line, miles running wild in my head, pacing, going back instead of moving forward. This is really, to me, just like overthinking. Time is always moving forward, but you can be stuck in one place because you cannot let something go. I have been there, done that, sometimes I still do it. It's a hard habit to break, but time is moving forward. All right, I know that was kind of a different setup than what I usually do of firstly playing the song and then going into the lyrics, but because this is a vlog type episode, I hope this layout is okay makes sense hopefully but without further ado here is miles by SZA Wish I could be a little more mature get my time get myself a short river wide get myself a flow demons die if I don't support must die if I don't support And why can't I be like everybody else? Losing my mind Think I look good when I'm really just high Scared of my life, can I bitch get by? Sick of listening to everyone else Sick of my pride Sick of just saying shit just to be nice Sick of this world, how do I get by? Miles running wild in my head Pacing, going back instead of moving forward 
Right now I am sitting in my bathroom just wanting to record a little thought I had. I've tried recording myself trying to tell this story a few times and each time comes out completely incoherent so hopefully this time will be better. I think the overarching theme of this story is timing. For a long time now I have been feeling a lot of guilt about someone who isn't in my life anymore and for a long time I've always told myself oh it was timing it was right person wrong time sometimes I find a part of me that still believes it even though I recently experienced something that really showed me that they were not the right person wrong time they just weren't the right person and that's completely okay I think one of the reasons why I thought they were the right person was because I was so struck by the person they were. They really exemplified so many qualities that I really admired. And all this to say, just because they had amazing qualities didn't make them the right person. But in that period in my life, I truly thought that whether it was timing or just because I wasn't good enough or made a wrong decision somewhere along the way, they are now not in my life anymore. But because I recently had an experience that kind of solidified my belief that maybe this person wasn't the right person at the wrong time, maybe they were just the wrong person. It made me realize why did I have to wait so long to finally reach this conclusion? Patience is a virtue, and man, it is hard to uphold, but sometimes I find myself questioning the importance of timing. Part of it might just be because I am young, I'm in a phase in my life where so many things are unsettled, so many moving parts, and the probability of two things aligning at the same time are very low, but... Even when it comes to learning lessons and experiencing things that help you understand or even move on, it makes me wonder, why did it take me so long to come to this conclusion? And I think when I think about it in the most optimistic of terms, I think about how maybe I really just wasn't ready to accept it up until now. Maybe I wasn't mature enough to learn my lesson until now. And maybe that's true, but I find it hard to believe because I feel like I've been trying to grasp for an answer that made me feel at peace for so long that why did it take it until now for me to reach that answer? And now that I'm kind of speaking this out and reflecting on it, maybe I wasn't ready to fully close the chapter until now. And what's interesting is that I don't think I even live life trying to close chapters. I kind of like the idea of having loose ends, things that you can return to, things that are question marks that add spice to your life. Saying it in theory is interesting, but living like that can be quite uncomfortable at times. But part of living life is also getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. I feel like this train of thought was very 
just kind of like a stream of consciousness kind of audio snippet. But I hope some of what I said maybe resonated with you, something you can think about. But back to the concept of timing. I really question if there is a quote-unquote right time because when I think about my life, there have been multiple moments where I've had to do something that didn't feel right in the moment, but I did it anyways, and that led me to grow as a person, and that led me to be where I am today. I've said this a lot in previous podcasts, but sometimes when I feel very uncertain about something, or scared rather, that's when I know I should do it. It kind of makes me feel like I'm getting closer to myself, really feeling that pure emotion of fear makes me recognize areas of myself that I need to work on. In fact, I'm in a situation now where I do feel a little bit of fear. That situation being having to make a decision where the outcome is uncertain and one outcome could arguably be more uncomfortable than Another outcome, that sounds really vague, but all this to say, I feel fear a little bit and I've been trying to convince myself that no matter what outcome there is or what outcome I get, it'll be an outcome and that will help me direct the next steps of my life. I like to live as openly as possible, trying not to be so fearful of things. I don't know where I was, I'm so sorry. I got a notification, but I think where I left off was that I like to live life openly and I try not to let the fear of an outcome shape my life and my decisions because whatever outcome it is, is just information for me to interpret to make the next steps in my life. I find that the more open I am to living and wanting to take risks and just living life to the fullest extent as possible, the happier I am regardless of what outcome I have. I think an example of this would be reaching out for internships. I applied to so many internships. I also reached out to specific people. I emailed them directly, sent them my resume. It was a little bit scary to just kind of cold call, I guess cold email people to really try and lock down an internship. But ultimately, even though I got rejections from doing that, that was just an outcome that helped me switch paths and direct me into other areas that I could get internships. I think in my case in particular, sometimes I get really scared of rejection, but Rejection is neither good or bad. It just is. And how you interpret it and how you create from that outcome is what makes it good or bad. I feel like I had a mini therapy session just kind of working out those thoughts. And I'm feeling so much better now. I hope this audio snippet has made you feel better too in some way. Thank you so much for listening. Hi, it's Julia. I'm in my bathroom yet again for another little audio snippet, but I wanted to talk a little bit about an idea I was thinking about because I was watching a YouTube video where the YouTuber was talking about sacredness and an example she used was like, we don't eat cake every day and one of the reasons why cake is so special on your birthday is because you get to have it that 
one special time. It made me think about times in my own life where I've tried to protect the sacredness of some things. I think a good example in my life is trying not to listen or binge watch TV shows or podcasts that I really want to watch. I have this kind of learned instinct of not wanting to quote unquote spend all of those watchable slash listenable hours all in one sitting. I'd rather wait until I'm extremely bored or in need of a pick-me-up and that's when I'll watch or listen to those podcasts or TV shows. But it got me thinking about another idea that Brene Brown talked about in her work where moments of joy are really scary to experience because what many people tend to do is to, and in her words, dress, rehearse, tragedy. That's when they don't fully lean into joy. They don't want to fully experience that emotion only for it to be taken away. And what Brene Brown says is that in moments of joy, it's so important to lean in and feel those feelings because that's really the only way to live a full life. And it got me thinking that what is the line between keeping something sacred and also just really experiencing life to the fullest. This really goes back to a lot of my answers that I've tried to give all of my quandaries, which is it's all about balance. And sometimes that balance can change from person to person and getting to know yourself is what will help you find the answer. And while that answer in my heart feels valid, it doesn't feel satisfactory. But I think there's a level of satisfaction coming from the idea that you really have to get to know yourself. This summer, I've been taking a huge step back from social media and all things technology for that matter. And it's kind of helped me feel a little bit like being a kid again. For example, when I was a little kid and I was in the shower, I would read the labels of the shampoo and conditioner bottles because I was so bored and I just wanted something to stimulate me and I found myself in the shower tonight doing the same thing and it just made me laugh because those little moments of boredom that I find that I'm always trying to run away from is a moment that not only feels nostalgic to me, but very important for me to experience. There was this New York Times video I saw about how boredom or why boredom is important for the brain and how boredom allows us space and time to think and be creative. In fact, in another Brene Brown podcast, okay, at this point, I should just be an ambassador for Brene Brown, but in another Brene Brown podcast, she spoke about how creativity is necessary and those who don't give themselves the space and time to be creative, it kind of blocks other areas of their lives and outwardly spews into negative spirals, whether it be an outburst of anger or a pullback in someone's emotional time and energy. I guess what I'm trying to say is Learning about yourself takes time, reflection, 
moments of boredom to know what best suits you and what you need. And sometimes what you need isn't always the most comfortable thing, i.e. boredom. I think it's interesting that what many times is best for you is a mix of pleasure and pain. And that to me really makes me think about how too much of one thing is never good. And it goes right back to balance. I feel like I still want to think more about the idea of the sacredness of something and not wanting to use it too often or frequently, but also leaning in to joy. And what's interesting is I think I associate joy with pleasure, but I don't even think that is equivalent. So maybe when Brene Brown says to lean into joy, it's not so much leaning into the pleasure, it's leaning into the moment. And I was actually watching Inside Out this morning and there was a scene where moments of joy bloomed from moments of sadness. And so maybe sometimes, okay, I just had an aha moment. Moments of joy are uncomfortable because, going back to what Brene Brown said, moments of joy are moments when you're scared to lean into them. So in conclusion, (laughs) I think that I got it all wrong at the beginning and I have concluded that pleasure and joy are not the same thing. Pleasure and pain, you need both. It needs to be a balance and that to experience things that are uncomfortable, help you grow, help you live life more fully, and that the sacredness of pleasure, it's like a reward. (laughs) I hope that made you laugh. Anyways, all right, those are my thoughts for tonight. I hope it made sense and I hope it made you think too. I am going to go to bed now. Good night. All right, that is today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.